Good morning. Today's Daf Nazir Mem Vav. We are with the Mishnah on Mem Hamad Beis, continuing with the process of Nazirus, conclusion of Nazirus. So uh, the Mishnah yesterday, Tiglachas Bitahara. So uh, how is the uh, how is the concluding uh, procedure done with the uh, with Nazir? He finished counting. He's now uh, officially at the Malos. He uh, finished uh, all of the minion, whatever. Uh, he committed himself to becoming a Nazir, Stam Nazir Lama Yom. It's going to be 30 days. Alternatively, it'll be more than 30 days. Whatever whatever the number is that he set forth in terms of his Naziris, he's finished. And now he's at the conclusion. So at the conclusion, so a number of steps need to be done in order for him to formally conclude and be able to now enter into the quote-unquote regular world and uh, join, join join the rest of us in terms of our wine drinking and hair cutting. And, and so what does he need to do? So the Torah gives very clear procedural steps in terms of what exactly he needs to do. But as we are now going through the Mishnayu, so we learned uh, that uh, there are a couple points of consideration that even even though the Torah Shavich is pretty clear, but nevertheless there are a couple steps along the way that, that need elaboration. Yesterday uh, we made on Memhei a dramatic shift from the Torah. The Torah, the Torah gives a description is that where he's going to be doing the, the haircut. So, Lefnei Pesach HaMoed. So Lefnei Pesach Olmod, so what do you think that means? What did I think it mean? It means that you cut your hair in the Azara, right? Uh, so the, uh, the Gemara says, nothing doing. That's not what the Pesach means. It's the uh, Lefnei Pesach Olmod is not a reference to the Azara, just a reference to the carbon. Uh, okay, good. So that was, uh, that was a big point that we covered over yesterday. So, uh, and what happens to the hair after it's cut off? So it's put under the pot in which the Shlamim is cooked. doesn't have to be the carbon Shlamim. could be other carbonists as well. The Torah says Shlamim. But we learned in yesterday's daf that you're uh, not limited to just putting it under the pot of the shlomim. It could be put under the pot where the chatzis is being cooked, the ashim is being cooked. And just as a quick refresher, the ashim is not coming at the conclusion. When is the ashim being brought? That's by Nazir Tumah. But still, same story. And then yesterday we learned in Abraisa, not even the Mishnayos. The Abraisa taught us uh, that what you do is you take a little bit of the soup in which the shlomim is being cooked and you pour that right on, right on the hair which is, being, uh, which, which, which is on the fire. The, uh, and, and where do you see that in the Pesukim? You don't see that in the Pesukim, but the Gemara Darshan that uh, from the Pesukim. We are on the Mishra Mem Hayam Bay. Does the hair have to be cooked? I mean, this carbon? Presumably, presumably. Okay. Um, we are now by the Mishra on the Bama Mem Hayam Ad Bay. Zayim Avashal Sashlamim Oshal Kam. So now, cooking the Shlamim. Uh, Shalkan uh, also means cooking. Uh, it just means extra cooking. Okay. So our Cohen note tells us Zorah. So now what the Cohen does is he takes the uh, one of the legs. Zorah is a reference to the four legs. So he takes one of them. And uh, so, I'm sorry. Uh, note tells us Zorah b'Sheila min ha'ayel the ayels the shlamim and chala matza achas min asal and also Nazir is bringing two types of breads. One is matza and the other one is uh, is um, I'm sorry. One is challah and the other is rakik. So the uh, so the cone's going to be taking one challah and one rakik. Uh, rakik is thinner; it's a wafer. So the venosin al kapein nazir minifan. And now what he's going to do is he's going to put it on the hand of the nazir and he's going to do tenufa. Now everyone here knows what tenufa is. So when we do when we have the lulav on, on, on sukkah, so we do tenufa. And that is we wave, we wave in all directions. I know the various minhagim in terms of how exactly the waving is done, but the, the basic idea is, is that back and forth, front, back, up, down, okay, right, left, whatever. However, how, however the, the, uh, the tenufa is done, uh, the Gemara when describing tenufa always just simply goes in 
two orientations, up, down, right? Okay, whatever. But uh, but Tanufa is now done. So the ve'achar kach huter anazir lishtos yayin l'tam lemesim, and now that's it. In other words, with the tanufa that's done, so reintroduction. In other words, the nazir now formally can go back now to quote unquote the regular world, real life, and he can now drink wine and and be matam lemes. And right goes without saying, can get a haircut as well. And Rabbi Shimon Omer. Kevin Shin Israk Alav Echa Minadamim Hutar Nazir Lishos Biyano L'Tam Lamesim. Who does the Nazir or the Kohen? Nazir, Nazir. I mean, the Kohen's going to help him, right? Uh, the uh, usually it's uh, usually it's viewed as like a joint effort. So the behind the words the Kohen, no? Yeah. In other words, right? The um, yeah, yeah. I'm also looking for the pasuk. Um, well, let's back up a passage. Okay, that's your test. And that's that's possible your test. And so, the, in other words, he puts it in the hand, and him and the Kohen are going to be doing Tanufa together. together. Yeah. Okay. And then, in the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon. We're on the top of Memvav Amad Aleph, and Rabbi Shimon, Omer, And she just, Rabbi Shimon, is, is that uh, once you do just Zrika Saddam, from one of the Karbanas, there are three in total. So, at that point in time, conclusion, you arrive at the conclusion. Now, obviously... There are more mitzvahs to do, and there, there, there's more procedure to be done. But when does he get the check mark of, I have now concluded my Naziris, Siyam HaNaziris, according to Rabbi Shimon, it's just with the Zrikas Dam of one of the Karbanas. Okay, so in the Mishnah over here, so we have Tanakama versus Rabbi Shimon, in terms of what exactly is going to represent Siyam. So according to the Tanakama, so it's going to be the Kohen taking the Zorah B'Shela, the cooked forearm of the carbon shlamim, and together with chala and matzah, and put it into the hands of the Kohen and tenufa, or to put it all in succinct terms, tenufa. According to the Tanakhama, tenufa is done, must be done, and then, and only then, after tenufa, now, siyam hanaziris. Again, I say siyam hanaziris, obviously you conclude, and you finish all the other karbanas, and you go through all the other procedure, but according to the Tanakama, it is Tanufa, which represents Siyam. Masha'inkin, according to Rabbi Shimon. So Rabbi Shimon says that, no, Zrika of just, of the, of the carbon, that in of itself represents Siyam. Tanarabana. So, if, if the Nazir is now, no longer Nazir, right? Yeah. And becomes Tommy May, how is he going to be able to bring his other carbon? Somebody will bring it for him. Have but he's not going to be able to be Nazara and to do any kind of smich or anything else over there. Okay. I, I, I hear you. Okay. Uh, let's start with the Gemara, Tanah We have the, uh, we, the Gemara begins, Ve'achah Okay, so, really what we're going to be focusing on is two psukim that are back-to-back. I just momentarily, moments earlier I read the psukim, but let's just, let's set ourselves up. Let's read these two psukim again, back-to-back. Yutes and Chaf. So I'm going to start with Yutes. Okay, so 
Okay, so, Pasuk goes on to describe the Tanufa, and the, with the focus right now, right, the, if you're gonna, if you're gonna highlight, so highlight the end of the Pasuk. When is the Tanufa done? Acher Hizgalcho is Nizrom. After he shaved. Okay. Now, Pasuk Chaf, Ve'inifo Samakoin Tanufa Lefnei Hashem, Kodeshu Lakoin, Achazea Tanufa, Ve'al Shoka Truma, Ve'achar Yishteha Nazir Yayin. And then, after the Tanufa, so it goes to the Kohen, the, the Zerobishel goes to the Kohen, and the Pasuk goes on to indicate, uh, not indicate, it says, uh, that together with the Chazav Vishok, meaning of the Shlamim, the Chazav Vishok of every Shlamim goes to a Kohen, but over here, in, a diff- in, in addition to Chazav Vishok, also, Zerobishel goes as well. But again, what are we going to now highlight? What are we emphasizing here in this Pasuk? Again, the last four words. Va'achar Yishtea Nazir Yayin. Now, we say to the Nazir, you're good. You now can go ahead and you can drink wine. Okay, good. So, if you'll notice, in Pasuk Yutes and Pasuk Chaf, so, it says the word Achar in succession. Okay, Tanarabana. With that stated, now now we can go to the Gemara, and we can go to the, the Gemara introduces to Rabbi Isa, Ve'achar Yishtea Nazir Yayin, that's the four concluding words of Pasuk Chaf. And Achar Hamasim Kulam, Divrei Rebbe Lazar. And according to Shita's Rebbe Lazar, so what does, what does that mean? It means that you have to finish everything. You have to go through every step. In other words, it is not going to be, he will not be, have his siyam hanaziris until every step is concluded. And the chachamim say, no. In other words, all you need to do is just simply one singular activity and that would be sufficient. Meaning one singular activity. When we say activity, we're talking about avoda. Meaning once one step in the avoda is done, so now we've achieved, we've, uh, we've arrived at the point of Siam. Good. So that's the Gemara quoting a Brisa, bringing a machlokis between the Chachamim and Rabbi Eliezer. Please note that in the Mishnah, we had it as a machlokis between the Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon. Okay, so they're different tonight. So my time the Rabbana, so the Gemara says, okay. Now, as far as the Chachamim are concerned that a Nazir arrives, arrives at Siam when? After all the steps are done. So what's the sheet of the Chachamim? Ksiv ha'chavacha yishtea nazi'ayin. Uksiv ha'asam, achar yishtea nazi'ayin. Ma'asam achar... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ma'itamai derabanan. Sorry. In the... We're, we're commenting now on the b'raisa. So on the b'raisa where we have sheet of the Chachamim, the Chachamim say it's going to be after one singular act. So how do, how do I know? So the Gemara says, Ksiv ha'chavacha yishtea nazi'ayin. Ksiv ha'asam achar yishtea nazi'ayin. Okay, so, just like in the previous Pasuk and Pasuk test, it says, You know, after he does Giluach. Now, what is Giluach? It's a singular act. Interesting, by the way, because Giluach is not Navoda, but still, it's a Maisei Yechidi. It's a singular act. So, too, when the Torah now, in the very next Pasuk, goes on to describe him, when can you drink wine? Achar. After. Well, after what? Ah, so according to the Chachamim, basically we're going to be invoking a Shava. Just like in the in Pasuk test, it says, Acher, and that's after Maithi Yechidi, a singular act. So too in Pasuk when it says, and Acher Yishtehayayin, in this, so that's going to be post a singular act. And that, of course, is referring to any significant act of Avoda, even the Zrikasam of, of one of the Karbanas. So the Gemara says, Ema Adi Ketarvayu. So the Gemara says, okay, well, how about this? How about Achar means after you finish everything? Meaning, isn't that just a, a, just as a plausible explanation? 
So the Gemara says, So the Gemara says, okay, I hear you, but then there would be no need for Gzereshava. Meaning, if the Torah just wanted to communicate to us that the Siyam HaNaziris comes after you do everything, so then the Torah wouldn't have to give us Gzereshava. Especially considered, by the way, this is an interesting Gzereshava. We're not taking a word from two different locations of the Torah, right? Most of the time when we see Gzereshava, I have a word here, I have a word here, they're the same word, and so hyperlink. So the Torah hyperlinks the two. And again, we all know, Gzereshava, you can't manufacture Gzereshava. You must have a Masorah in the Gzereshava, but fine. But usually they come from two totally disparate places in the Torah. Mashenkin over here, we have Gzereshava, and they're one Pasuk away from one another. Furthermore, they're even talking about the same topic. So admittedly, it's an interesting Gzereshava. I'd say it's a little bit on the unique side of Gzereshava. Notwithstanding, the Gemara's point is, is that if the Torah wanted to communicate to us that, when is there a Siyam Hanaziris after you finish everything? Okay, great. If that were in fact true, so then don't give me Gzereshava. You don't have to be fancy. Just simply say, right, without, without Gzereshava, that when you, achar, when you complete everything, all of the above, then you have arrived at Siyam Hanaziris. By virtue of the fact that the Torah has to go out of its way now to introduce us now to Gzereshava right over here, ah, oh, that's an alarm. That's telling us that this is going to be now a little bit different. What's different? In other words, the Gzereshava. The Gzereshava tells us, Okay. Good. Okay. Uh, kind that takes us to the end of our first part of today's daf. Uh, when exactly is Siman Azir? So we saw uh, Amachlokis. We saw Amachlokis in the Mishnah, and we saw Amachlokis in the Brisa. And uh, within the Brisa, so we retreated to Shitas HaChachamim of the Brisa, that uh, once you do one thing, so at that point in time, uh, so uh, you are now, uh, you have now achieved Siman Azir vis-a-vis. You can now go ahead and you can drink wine, you can get a haircut, you can be Metam Lames. Okay. And also what we'll add is that the sheet of the Chachamim and the Bright saw, so that coordinates the parallels with sheet of Rabbi Shimon of our Mishnah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, contradicts, meaning they're reflecting different viewpoints, but you're right. But you're right. It's not right. Correct. It's not the same. Okay, and then and, and then how do we arrive at that conclusion? And then the simple answer to that is Gzereshavah. Okay, Amarav Tanufa Benazir Ma'akevis. And for the remainder of today's daft, not totally the remainder, but... For most of the remainder of today's daf, we're going to be sitting on a comment made by Rav. Okay, Rav made the following statement that Tanufa benazir ma'akevis. So uh, that up until the point of Tanufa, including Tanufa, so it's ma'akev. Meaning that the essentiality, or let's say better, the conclusion of Nazirus is not going to be arrived until post-Tanufa. So says Rav. Okay, now Rav obviously is an Amora. And obviously, this issue has already been d- d- debated and deliberated amongst the Tanayim. So when Rav makes a comment like this, so you have to ask the question, whose lens are we looking through right now? That's the Gemara's question. Aliba Daman. Ilema Aliba Rabbanan. And I know this is a little bit confusing because we have the Chachamim of the Mishnah, the Chachamim of the Brisa, but we're going to be looking at it through the reflections of the Chachamim of the Brisa. Okay, so So according to the Chachamim, so the uh, so the um, right Tiglachas by itself is not going to be is not going to be Ma'akev. You think Tanufa is going to be Ma'akev? So the um, 
So the um, so so right because according to the Chachamim, all you need is Maisei Chidi. Maisei Chidi can be just simply Zrikas Adam, and and the Zrikas Adam of a carbon. So it doesn't require him to 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 do Tiglachas. Tiglachas is not going to be Ma'akev. Tanufa for sure is not going to be Ma'akev. Okay. So the uh, so certainly Rav cannot be making the statement that Tanufa is Ma'akev through the lens of the Chachamim. Okay, fine. So El Aliba de Rebbe Lazar. So the Gemara says, okay. So it's going according to the Sheet of Rebbe Lazar. So the Gemara says, okay, but again, Rav the Amora is trying to teach us something, right? By making such a, uh, such a pronounced statement. Tunufa's Ma'akev. That's what Rav said. Okay, now we're looking at it through the lens of Rebbe Eliezer. Okay, the lens of Rebbe Eliezer, well, we, we saw. Pshita. Hama Rebbe Lazar, Achamaisim Kulam. Rebbe Lazar says, when is Siyam on After you finish every step. Every step in the conclusion of Naziris needs to be done. Then and only then can the Nazir now drink wine. So according to, according to Rabbi Eliezer, so now what's Rav saying? And you should also know Tanufa's Ma'akev. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Rav, we, we, we would have known that had you not said it. You know what every step means? Every step means every step. And Tanufa's one of the steps. So Achamaisakulam. So without Rav, we all would have figured it out. So, um, so, so now the Gemara is really stuck because when Rab makes this pronouncement that Tanufa Benazir is Ma'akeves through the lens of the Chachamim, it's not true. Through the lens of Rabbi Eliezer, Pashut. So the Gemara says like this. So, uh, so the Gemara says, okay, but uh, no, I, I, I'll, I'll say over. I'll say over the need of Rav, meaning again, we're assuming that Rav is going through the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, through the lens of Rabbi Eliezer. And what Rav is saying is that, look, what is Tanufa? Generally throughout, throughout Seder Kadshim. How do we describe Tanufa? We describe it as Shayare Mitzvah. Shayare Mitzvah doesn't have a good translation in English. It's the, it's the leftovers of the Mitzvah. Ugh, doesn't, it doesn't, right? It doesn't translate well. Fringes, right? Fringes. fringes. Fringes of the Mitzvah. So Shayari Mitzvah simply means, well, okay, good. So as much as I can't translate it well into English, but can explain it fine, Shayari Mitzvah means it's not an essential part of the Mitzvah. In other words, when the Torah says do Tanufa, it means it's part of the Avodah, but it's not an essential part of the Avodah. Obviously, you should do it. It's a Mitzvah to do so. And even though there are, there are a number of comments made throughout Shas that Shayari Mitzvah is, is, is it's Ki'ilu, the, uh, it's Ke'ilu, you don't get a Kapara, but it's Ke'ilu. In other words, of course you get a Kapara, even if I don't do Tanufa. Ah. So now that I know the Tanufa, Shayari, Mitzvah, so again, so what I, what, what I would have thought is as follows. Even though Rebbe Lazar says, when do you have Siyam Hanaziros? After you finish every step. One might have thought every essential step. Ah. That's what I would have thought, had it not been for Rav. So what Rav is now introducing is, is that no. That Siyam Hanaziros comes even after the non-essential steps. Very good. So Ma'ad Detema, let's read that inside the Gemara. Kevin Delinian Kapara, Shayari Mitzvahi, Hachanami Lota Akev. So Kamash Malan. Good. So that's, that's what Rav is coming to teach us. So me Ma'akvev Atanya. So the Gemara says, okay. Now, is, is, is Rav correct? Meaning, now that we explain why, what Rav is coming to teach us. So now, let's see, let's see if it's true. Meaning. So Tanufa now, according to Rav, is a, everyone agrees that vis-a-vis Avod, that's not essential. Vis-a-vis Siyum Hanaziros is absolutely essential. Is that, is that right? So, Mima Akva Vatanya, the Gemara says, let's consider the following Pasuk Zostaras Anazir. Bain, Sheesh, Kapayim, Bain, Sheesh, Kapayim. 
So Zostaros Anazir um, is telling us that uh, whether uh, th- there's going to be a universal rule for Naziris, for Nazirim, in that they're going to go through this procedure and uh, there's no, there's not going to be any kind of segregation. And, 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 and we're not going to draw a line between those Nazirim that have hands and those that do not. If a Nazir, let's say, for example, is, is, is amputated, right, and he doesn't have hands, so he doesn't have kapeha nazir. Now we know that part of the, we just went through this in the beginning of today's daf. Part of the procedure of a nazir is that you're going to be taking the, uh, the chala, the rakik, the, the zorbishela, and you're going to put it in kapeha nazir. Ah. Okay, so now a pragmatic issue. Rachmanus. So this particular nazir doesn't have hands. What do you do? So the pasuk says, the gemar is darshaning, the brice is darshaning, zostaras a nazir. By the way, that's the next pasuk. That's pasuk chafal. So it's Ben Sheshel Kapayim, Ben Sheshel Kapayim. Now, so the. Um, Can another assign a shuliyah to do this? No, no, it has to be his. In other words, the Torah says in the possessive, kape means his hands. And so generally speaking, by Mitzvah Shebegufo, so you can't, you can't do it by shliach, right? So Tfilin can't be assigned uh, through a shliach. So over here, assume, assume not. So. Um, Okay, fine. Now, uh, the, and, and what, and, and what is the Gemara trying to, pro, uh, trying to prove from here? So, uh, the, uh, now, if you don't have hands, you're not going to be doing Tanufa, and yet, you are now arrived at the point of conclusion of, of your Naziris. Now, Rav says Tanufa's Ma'akev. The Gemara is basically saying, I don't know if he's right. Doesn't sound like he's right. If Tanufa's Ma'akev, so what am I going to do for my amputated Nazir? Now, in other words, he can't do Tanufa, and yet, Zos Torah Sanazir tells me that he's also in the parsha of having concluded his Naziris, even though he doesn't have hands, even though he's not going to be doing Tanufa. Okay. So it sounds like the, uh, the, this Brisa is, uh, is a Kashan Rav. So the Elah, the Tanya, the Gemara says, okay, so how about we consider the following? We have another Brisa. It seems to be running very parallel. And that is Zos Torah Sanazir. Ben Shiesh Lo Seir, Ben Shein Lo Seir. Now, Zostaros and Nazir also tells me that we're not, we're not going to make a segregation between those Nazirim that have hair and those Nazirim that don't have hair. In other words, let's say you have a Nazir that's bald. And, uh, and, uh, and, and Mamish can't grow out hair. But he declares himself to be a Nazir. Okay. So now it's going to be a little bit unusual, but, okay, yesh. In other words, the people that don't have hair and can't grow hair. And so now you're a Nazir and now 30 days later, so, Let's go, let's shave. But this person simply doesn't have any hair to shave. So what did we just learn together? Zos Torah Sanazir, which tells me, oh, so what, at this point, well, here's what we're suggesting. You take a razor, you just put it over his head. You're right, you, you, you run it over his head. Good, he shaved. I understand there was no hair that came off, but he shaved. He shaved his head, right? And, and Zos Torah Sanazir is coming to tell me that, Mazel Tov, you completed, you conclude your Naziris. The Gemara says, but that's not the Pshat. I'll tell you how I know that's not, not, not the Pshat. Hachanami, Lama Akva, you want to tell me it's not Ma'akva? I'll tell you, we'll enter the Brisa. Be'chami, Armeimene, Sarach, Lavital, Rosho. Be'chami, Armeimene, Sarach, Lavital, Rosho. So over here, Machlok's between Be'chami and Be'chilol, as to whether or not he takes a razor, puts it over his head. Be'chami says he does not. Be'chilol says that he does. But wait one second, right? Amar Ravina, my ain't no Sarach, Be'chami. Be'chami's position needs to be clarified, amplified. What does that mean? He doesn't have to take a razor over his head. How how do you read the words of Beit Shammai? He doesn't take a razor over over his head. The Torah says, take a razor and put it over your head. So what do you mean you don't? So, 
means in lo takana. You have to you have to touch up Beishamai. When Beishamai says in Tzarech, what he means is is that it's not that you don't have to; it's that you can't. Me, well, it's more than there's no point in it. It meaning it meaning that if there is no hair that's coming off with the shaving, so now shaving is no longer an option. Shaving is no longer an option. So what does that mean? It means you're stuck. Ain lo takana, according to Beishamai. Okay, so um, now. What just happened uh, in, in this brisa? In this brisa, so what we learned together is is that there is a equation between those the do's and the don'ts, the haves and the have-nots. Okay, and basically, what we saw are two brisas side by side, running parallel to one another, between the haves and the have-nots, and we discussed in terms of the nazirim that have and have not and don't have hands, and the nazirim that have and don't have hair. Okay, now. How did Beit Shammai, let's start with the hair. I know it's the second one, but it's, it'll be easier to understand when, once we start from Beit Shammai. So from Beit Shammai, what did he learn between the two? The haves and the have-nots. So Beit Shammai's position was, well, let's consider. The, uh, if we are in fact equating the two, the haves and the have-nots. So the, um, the, uh, so Beit Shammai's position is, is that, well, the, the, the haves have hair and therefore need a shaving in order to remove the hair and the have-nots, right? In other words, we're making an equation between the two. Well, they don't have hair. Ah. So since the haves are, are, are required to shave the hair and can, and, and therefore must, so the have-nots also have the same requirement, but they get stuck because they don't have hair. Meaning, so never, I don't know In other words, correct. In other words, he'll never, he'll never. In other words, no, he'll be another. Yeah, he'll be another for the rest of his life, according to Beishamai. But in terms of the, in terms of now, what Beishamai is doing with the pasuk of 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 Zos Taras, where we're equating haves and have-nots. So what Beishamai is doing is is that his in his understanding is just like the haves have a requirement that must do so, the have-nots also have a requirement, but they just simply can't do it. Oh. And now we're going to go and we're going to say the same thing regarding the haves and have-nots of hands. Okay, I, I know I know the discussion is strange, but the but the point is still going to be the same. The haves and the have-nots of hands, meaning if you have hands, so therefore you're required, and if you don't have hands, so then you can't. No. So behind the Rabbi Padas and the Gemara says, and the truth of the matter is, is that this interpretation of Beit that we just gave. Is going just like Rabbi Bedas. So the Dama Rabbi Bedas, Bechamai, Rabbi Lazar, Mudavar Echad. So Bechamai and Rabbi Lazar said the same thing. My Rabbi Lazar to Tanya. Rabbi Lazar said something in, in, in relation to a Mitzara, meaning the Mitzara is part of the procedure. In other words, we're Mitzara day eight. Okay, and I know a lot lately we've been doing the side by side comparison of Nazir and Mitzara, right? There is similarities, a lot of similarities between them. The structure of seven days of Tahara and the eighth day you bring your Karbanos. However, with the Mitzvah, you have a very unique feature on day number eight, and that is, is that the uh, the Mitzvah who cannot walk into the Azara is going to be standing by the eastern gate of the Azara, the Sharni Kanor, and he's going to put in his thumb, he's going to put in his toe right into the Azara, also his right earlobe, and there there will be an application, application of blood, application of oil. Okay, all this is in the Parsha of, of, of the Mitzvah. And... The uh, and and the um, 
and and the uh, and the Bryce over here deals with the following, and that is Ein Lo Bon Yad V'Regel Ein Lo Tara Olam Is Diver Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon Amar Yenichenu Amakama V'Yetsay V'Chacham Amarim Yaniach Al Shel Small V'Yetsay. So uh, so so uh, various uh, various positions regarding uh, the the Mitzorah that doesn't have Bowen. He doesn't have a thumb. He doesn't have a toe. So what do you do? So uh, the first is Shita's Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar says. So, in other words, there's just simply no solution. Meaning the Torah says that in order for the Mitzvah to go through the concluding process, so you need Dam and, and Shemen on the Bowen. He doesn't have a Bowen. Okay. It's a, it's an unsolvable problem. And according to the other Tanam, it's not, it, it is solvable. Rabbi Shemen says you just put it on the stump. Uh, according to the Chachamim, you just simply put it on the left big toe, assuming that there is one. In other words, fine. The, the other Tanaim have solutions. But right now, our focus is on Rabbi Eliezer. So according to Rabbi Eliezer, this is an unsolvable problem. So, and, and, and uh, Rabbi Badas says, good. When I say good, meaning that Shita of Rabbi Eliezer, that's the same as the Shita of Shammai as it relates to a Nazir. Meaning the handless Nazir. Now, who doesn't have, doesn't have kapos. So now, how is he gonna, how is he gonna arrive at the conclusion of his Nazirus? The answer is it's an unsolvable problem. Okay, in other words, he can't. Just like Rabbi Eliezer by the Mitzorah, for our thumbless Mitzorah says it's an unsolvable problem. So Rabbi Pada, sorry, so um, Rabbi Eliezer says by, uh, by, by, by the, no, I didn't mean that. Beit Shammai, there we go. Okay, sorry. I'm, filter, I'm filtering through a lot, of, a lot of positions over here. Beit Shammai, uh, Beit Shammai's position regarding the Nazir is going to be the same. It's an unsolvable problem. Okay. So now, where, where do we stand right now? So, let, we just finished round number one of this discussion. Rav said that when it comes to Tanufa, Tanufa by Nazir is going to be Ma'akit. Tanufa is essential. Okay? Um, and now, Rav is saying that filtering through whose position? So if it's the sheet of the Chachamim, can't be. Chachamim say, Ma'asi All you need to do is the Zrika Saddam, one of the Karbanas, and you're good. You have now arrived at the point of Siyam Hanaziras. Obviously, with a lot more avod than Karbanas to go, but Siman and Nazir has been achieved, and certainly, certainly Rav was not saying it within the Shita of the, of the Chachamim. So, alternatively, it was the Shita Rabbi Eliezer, but Rabbi Eliezer says you need every step, and you need every step according to Rabbi Eliezer. So, if you need every step, so of course the Nufa is a step. So, then what, what is Rav coming to teach me? So, the Gemara's response is Shayari Mitzvah. Yeah, but Tanufa is not essential. And because Tanufa is not essential, ah, I would have thought that you don't need Tanufa for Siman Aziris Kamashman that you do. And then the uh, what the Gemara now ju- just covered is is that I don't know if Tanufa is Ma'akev, meaning it could very well be that Tanufa is not going to be Ma'akev. What do we see? Uh, regarding a, a, a Nazir that doesn't have hands, so we had a machok between Beishama and Basilo. According to Beishama, it's an unsolvable problem. According to Basilo, so the the Naziris will arrive at a conclusion. Even though he doesn't have hands. And you want to tell me now that Tanufa is Ma'akev? Okay. Listen, uh, Achrina. The Gemara, now we're just going to do round two. Within round two, so it's going to be, uh, pre- the, the, the Sukkot is going to be presented in a slightly different variation. Listen, Achrina, Amri La, Amrav Tanufa, Menazer Ma'akev. Same starting point. Tanufa is Ma'akev, Aliba Damani, Ulema, Aliba the Rabbi Lazar, Subshita, Amar, Rabbi Lazar, Achra, Maisim Kulam. So Ella Liba de Rabbanan Hashi Yeshlamar Tiglachas Amir Rabban Lama Akve Tanufa Mibaye. So again, the same 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 starting point. Meaning Rav says that Tanufa is essential, and uh, uh, vis-a-vis the conclusion of the Naziris, 
again, same, same back and forth. Through the lens of Rabbi Lazar, so you need, you need to go through every step. Of course you need to do Tanufa. Through the lens of the Chachamim, Maisei Yechidi. Maisei Yechidi, just the sprinkling the blood of one of the Karbanos, and that's it. Siyum. And so, you don't, Tanufa obviously is not, is not, is not necessary according to the Chachamim. So, Loma Akva. So, so, Umi Loma Akva. So the, um, so, so now, in this version of the Gemara, the Gemara is now attacking the viewpoint of the Chachamim, where the Chachamim said that Tanufa is not essential. And here now, so, so in this formula, so the attack really is on the Chachamim, not Rebbe Lazar, but it's going to come out to be the same point. So the, uh, so the Bryce says whether, whether the Nazir does or does not have hands. And so, and, and again, the Gemara does the same thing, quoting the handless Nazir, quote, quoting the hairless Nazir. And when it comes to the hairless Nazir, a Nazir who is just simply incapable of growing hair, so Machlok's Bechame Beisilo. Razor goes over the head, Razor does not go over the head. And meanwhile, the Shita Bechame is that Razor doesn't go over the head. And what does that mean? Razor doesn't go, go over the head. So Amaravina, okay, the gears are over here are a little choppy, but Amaravina might Sarach Lebeisilo, Sarach Veinlo Takana. Ah. And now, but here's now where we're going to depart from the previous, from the, from the previous Lashan. Here now, within Beis Hillel, meaning not Beis Shammai, within Beis Hillel, Beis Hillel says you need to take the razor and put it over your head. Now previously, how did we understand Beis Hillel in the Lishna Kama? What it meant, according to Beis Hillel, is that you're going to be taking the razor and you just simply rub it over your head. I know hair is coming off. Okay, I got you. But in other words, but the, um, but you just go through, you go through the motion. That's how we understood Beis Hillel in the Lishna Kama. Now we're up to the Lishna Basra, and now, what we assume was the pshat in Beis in the Lishna Kama is now the pshat of for Beis Hillel in the Lishna Basra. So meaning when Beis Hillel says you need to take the razor and put it over your head, what that means is is that there's a need to shave hair. He goes ah, there's a need to shave hair. I he doesn't have hair. We have a problem. We have a problem. So and Beis I so Yeshlo uh, Takana. When Beis says in Otsarich. So what it means is, is that you don't have to shave hair, meaning you have to shave, you just simply don't have to shave hair. So fine, but then of course, if you're going to go with this version of the, of the understanding of the machlokas between Beisham and Beisilal, so then obviously then you're going to have to, you're, you're going to have to disagree with Rabbi Padas. Because what, what did Rabbi Padas say? Take the sheet of Beishamai and align it with Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer regarding the Mitzorah, the thumbless Mitzorah, unsolvable problem. What did Rabbi Padas say? Take Rabbi Eliezer and put it together, right together with the Shita Beishamai. And that Beishamai says that our hairless Mitzorah, sorry, our hairless Nazir is an unsolvable problem. Okay, so so in, in the Lishna Basra, in the second version of the Gemara, so now that we have Beis Hill's position being an unsolvable problem, obviously, this is now going to go against the Shita Rabbi Padas. It kind of takes us to the end of our of our book of our big circuit today. So again, most of the Gemara's uh, daf today, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up the daf. We'll go. We'll get to the bottom. But most of today, uh, da, uh, the daf today revolves around a statement made by Rav. 
But before the statement of Rav, however, basic machlok is tanaim. When does the Nazir arrive at Siam HaNazirus? When can he go ahead and start drinking wine again? So it's a basic machlokis, according to the shita of the Chachamim. I say the Chachamim, I'm referring to the Brisa, right? The Gemara was really zooming in on the Brisa. I'm not sure why the Gemara spent so much time with the Brisa as opposed to the Mishnah. I'm a little, I'm a little bit right, uh, curious about that, but regardless. In the Brisa, we had the first sheet of the Chachamim that says, Maisei Yechidi, one singular act done as an Avoda, and that's it. That unlocks the Nazir. The Nazir now is no longer Nazir. He has arrived at the conclusion that see him on Naziris. And the, uh, and now he can go drink wine. Again, of course, finish the Avoda, but that's Shitas Chachamim. And Rabbi Eliezer in the Brisa said no. Rabbi Eliezer says you have to go over every step, every single step, as mentioned in the Torah, as outlined in the Torah, then and only then do you arrive at the, at the point of Siman Aziris. Good. And the Gemara went over. How do I know? The Shita, the Chachamim. Where did they get it from? Pshuto Shalmikra is like Rabbi Eliezer, right? In other words, the Torah gives us steps in terms of getting to the conclusion. Uh, the simplest way, way to read the Torah is like Rabbi Eliezer. But meanwhile, the Chachamim have a Limud. The Limud, specifically Xerashava. Okay, good. That, with, with that in the books, and the Gemara spent the rest of today discussing a comment by Rav. Rav says that Tanufa's Ma'akev. Okay, he was saying it within the sheet of the Chachamim, he was saying it within the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, right? And, 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 uh, and, and the, uh, and, and the Gemara spent most of its day analyzing that statement of Rav. Okay. Um, finally, uh, last Mishnah, last Sugya for today. Gilech uh, Zevach. So, the Nazir brought one of the Kabanos. Now remember, there are three Kabanos that are brought by the Nazir at the conclusion. It is a Ola, a Chatas, and a Shlaman. And so after having brought one of the Kabanos now, and then over one of the Kabanos, what does he do? He does, he does Taglachas. Now remember, you, you, you only need to do Taglachas after you brought one of the Kabanos. Obviously, there are three to bring in total, but you do Taglachas over the, over the bring of one of the Kabanos, and you're good. Venimtz Apostle. So now what comes out is that the carbon was puzzle. And we say puzzle over here, meaning we're talking about a, 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 a bona fide disqualification of the carbon. Tosus on the top of the Amud. Nishbach, Damo, Yotze, Nitma. Okay, uh, right. If, 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 if we went through Kachim together, a lot of us. And so this is standard. Standard fear for, for Seder Kachim. Uh, the blood of the, car, the carbon spilled before Zvika Saddam. Uh, the, uh, the blood or, or, or the animal was taken out of the Azara. The, uh, right prior to Zvika Saddam. Or the, or the carbon becomes tame, or the blood becomes tame. Okay, standard psulim when it comes to a carbon. So now the carbon's puzzle. So here's the problem, and that is that, yes, the Nazir did teglachas, but over a disqualified carbon. What does that do? It upsets the teglachas, meaning the teglachas no longer is qualified as a teglachas. <coughs> ah, so redo the teglachas. Small problem. No hair. <laughs> yeah, no hair. No, right. No hair. Okay, it's a small problem. It's not a small problem. It's a big problem. So Venim's apostle says Tiglachas of Psula. And Zvachov Lo Alulo. And bring another Huh? How about bring another code? The, the Tiglachas has to be done al ha carbon. It's really disqualified. And the carbon's disqualified. The Tiglachas is no good. Okay. The Uzvachov Lo Alulo. And the rest of the carbonists now are not going to work for him. Meaning that now that he no longer is in the concluding procedure. So now the other carbonists also now you can't you can't bring them, uh, all right? Presumably you can hold them over until you get a second attempt. But when is the second attempt going to occur? Right. In other words, you're going to need a 30 day delay. 
גילך על החצה שלו לשמן, ואחר כך חייבי קרבנוסיו לשמן, תגלח את הפסולו. Let's say he was מגלך על החצה שלו לשמן. Okay, so, when we opened up Seder Kachim, so the first Masechta that we did is Zvachim, right? I, I don't have the keys on Zvachim. I wish, I wish I did, but I don't. It just happens to be. I remember the beginning very well. Okay. So anyway, you open up the beginning of Zvachim, page one, Daf Beis. So there, what do we learn? That when it comes to two Karbanas that are brought, so the Chatos and the Karban Pesach, if you bring him Shalol Lishma, the Kohen doing the Avodah says, I'm bringing this not as a Karban Chatos, but as another Karban. Or the same thing with the Karban Pesach, I'm bringing it not as a Karban Pesach, but as another Karban. So that is a disqualification of those Karbanas. So over here, one of the three Karbanas brought by the Nazir is, is a Chatos, and the, and the Chatos Karban now is being brought Shalol Lishma. So what, what do we know? Right From day one of Kachim, and that is a DQ. That is a disqualification of the carbon. So it, it's going it, to, the conclusion is going to be the same. The, the Mishnah over here just simply wants to highlight Shalol Lishma Vachatas is a disqualification. So Gilecha Chata Shalol Lishma Vachaka Chevi Karbonosav Lishma Antiklachta Psula and Zvachalo Ololo. So again, it's the same conclusion, just the Mishnah highlighting that the Shalol Lishma Vachatas is a Psul. Gilecha Lo Ololo Shlamim Shalol Lishman. So let's say that you were Megalech on the Ola or the Kabbin Shlamim, and it was Shalolishman. Now, Shalolishman of the Ola and the Shlamim does not disqualify the carbon. The carbon's still a good carbon. However, what he did is he did Teglachas over that carbon, but what, what, what does Shalolishman do? By all other carbonos, it creates detachment, meaning the carbon is a kasher carbon, but it's no longer it's no longer yours, right? The kohen by having the shalol lishma machshava by all other carbonos now de- de- disconnects, detaches, decouples you from the carbon. Okay, so now the problem is you did a tiglachas, you just didn't do it over your carbon. Oh. so now. Your teglachas now is no longer served as a teglachas because you did it over a carbon, but not your carbon. So the Mishnah tells us, okay? So now you're stuck. I mean, stuck meaning over here, it's not an unsolvable problem. You're going to have to wait a month and you're going to have to do it again. heavy carbon teglachas psula and zvachav lo alol and the other carbonos also are not going to work for you as well because the other carbonos are not there for your siyam hanaziras. Okay, good. So all that is the shita of the chachamim. In that, in order for you to have a successful siyaman aziras, so you have to be doing a teglachas over a a kosher, a kosher carbon and b your carbon. Okay, good. When you say Rabbi Elazar, meaning what? From the previous sugya? Because we said that the Rabbi said that. It doesn't have to be the chata. It could be also the shalom. Right. That, 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 um, okay. Let, let me think about. It. Let me think about it. Okay. And then the Mishnah brings in the So the um, that it's true that the uh, that the Kohen who brought the Ola or the Shlamim and it was Shalom the Shema. So that it, it, it it's it's disconnected from you. Uh, but the other zvachim can be brought. The im gilech hashol shem neimsa echem kasher. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's arguing. The Gemara, the, the Gemara is going to explain Rabbi Shimon. We're, we're, going to get, we're going to come back to Rabbi Shimon in just a moment. Okay, now, let's say you do the Tiglachas, but after all three. Meaning, you bring all three Karbanos, and then you do a Tiglachas. So now, again, the Tiglachas has to be done over a Karban. You brought all three of your Karbanos. So now, what can happen is, is that your Tiglachas can be associated with any one of the three. That means that if you do the Tiglachas after bringing all three, even if two of the three become Puzzle, you still have a carbon where your tiglachas can be connected and attached to. And so good. So now your tiglachas was successful. That carbon was successful. I, the other two carbonists that were possible, those can be brought again immediately. But now, because your tiglachas was done over a kosher carbon, so then you're good. You're good going forward. Now we're focusing on, on the Shita Rebbe Shimon. Meaning, what did Rabbi Shimon say in our Mishnah? He goes against the Tanakama, and Rabbi Shimon in the Mishnah said that if you do, if let's say the coin, while offering the Ola or the Shlamim, it's not going to work for the Chatas, because for the Chatas, it disqualifies it. But for the Ola or the Shlamim, what does the coin do? He has a Shlolishma. What does Shlolishma accomplish? It detaches you from the carbon. And according to the Tanakama, that's it, you're done. Meaning, your Tiglachis now is no longer over your carbon. And what did Rabbi Shimon say? Now nah, it works. Your Tiglachis is good. But, but, but it's not yours. And so Rav Adabra'ava says, exactly. Exactly. Meaning, it doesn't have to be yours. Consider. So let's say, for example, that uh, the Nazir brings Shaman Adava. Now, I know that's weird. Meaning, why are you bringing Shaman Adava? Meanwhile, you have a... You, you, right, you, have, right, you have outstanding carbonates that you need to bring to the base of Mikdash. Okay, so for, great. So from a from from a simple guidance standpoint, you know, in other words, the quantum probably will tell them not not now, but but that's not the point. The point is is that as long as it is a carbon and you're doing a giluach on a carbon, that's good, that's fine. So my time is damakra, and so over here pasuk yudches, right? We we covered four pesukim today in in, in the Gemara yudches yudtes chaf and chafalaf. So my time is damakra. So because when the Torah describes the zevach shlamim, it's not in the possessive. It doesn't say shlamav; it says shlamim. So that so so Rabbi Shimon learns from there that it doesn't have to be possessive. It doesn't have to be his. It just simply has to be a carbon. Okay, good, fine. And obviously the Chachamim disagree. The Gemara over here stops, meaning the Gemara doesn't go over the back and forth, meaning what does the Chachamim do with that Pasuk? I know the Chachamim obviously are, 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 are you know, not, not in agreement with Rabbi Shimon. Okay. Uh, obviously there, there's, there, there's more, there's more to, to bore down on this whole, but we're, we're going to stop over here. Uh, let's quickly recap our, our daf today. Uh, we can break it up into, let's call it now, uh, three sections, really, really two sections. Okay. Section number one. Is that the uh, at what point do we arrive at Sima Nazirs and Nazirs? Uh, when 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 at this point in time can he start drinking wine? So it's a machlokis, a machlokis tanaim in the Mishnah, and a machlokis tanaim in the Brisa. No. Okay, that is my signal that we're we're over. So the um, <laughs> okay, thank you. So the um, we're st- we're still over. Okay, so that is it's a machlokis between the tanaim in the Mishnah and the tanaim in the Brisa. And then what we saw over the course of, of today's daf is a statement made by Rav that Tanufa's ma'akev, 
Tanufa, we know is one of the concluding steps of the Nazir. The uh, the Chal, the Rikik, put into the palm of the Nazir together with the Zorah B'Shela. Tanufa is being done. And Rabbi, and, and, and Rav says, that's Ma'akev. And then most of today's da focused on that was made through Shittas Rabbi Eliezer, Shittas Rabbi Eliezer, Shittas Chachamim. Good. So that's, that's where we spent most of our daf on. And then finally, at the conclusion of today's daf, is that Teglachas has to be done over a carbon. And I say the word over, by the way, not physically while standing over the carbon, but it has to be done in conjunction with a carbon. Which one of the carbonists doesn't matter. Any one of the three carbonists. But it has to be a kosher carbon. So basically, the last mission that we saw today is that if the Teglachas is done over a kosher carbon, you get a check. If the Teglachas is not done, is not done over a kosher carbon, so now your Teglachas is no good. The carbon obviously is no good. And what do you have to do? Wait 30 days and then try again. Fine. And then we saw the sheet of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon said that uh, Teglachas uh, can be done over a carbon, not necessarily your carbon.